tough and they're really rough and nothing's working, but there's something inside of you that says, I just have to follow that because you don't know who you're going to be. You don't know who you're going to be. Welcome to the Bench on Self Love podcast. My name is Anna, but you can call me Anshi, and thank you so much for tuning in. Binge on Selvaf podcast is about navigating binge eating disorder struggles, disordered eating, and negative body image. Although I share my personal experience with having a negative body image, eating disorders, and I do uncover bits of my personal story, this podcast is not as much about me as it is about you, beautiful human beings who struggle, who fight, who grow, and who evolve every single day. This podcast is for anyone who wants to feel supported on their recovery journey and simply for anyone who's trying to improve their relationship with themselves. I believe together we can turn something so negative such as binge eating into something more positive and hopefully go from binging on food and self-hatred to binging on self-love. Subscribe to the Binge on Selva podcast on your favorite platform and tune in every Tuesday for a new episode. But there's something inside of you that says, I just have to follow that because you don't know who you're going to be. You gonna know gonna be. Disclaimer, Binge on Selva podcast is intended for informational purposes only. It doesn't provide professional medical advice and it is not a substitute for diagnosis or treatment. In this podcast, we cover the topic of eating disorders, so if you find this topic triggering, it may be better for you not to listen to this podcast. Always make sure to put your mental health first. Hello everyone, welcome to the Binge on Selvav podcast. My name is Anna, but you can call me Anchi and I'll be your host. I've recently listened to Grace Beverly's interview. I will share a link to the interview in the show notes where she said something along the lines that sometimes self-care is not procrastinating and working on your project or whatever it is you want to accomplish. And sometimes self-care is about taking some time off, doing whatever you like, relaxing and stuff like that. And I must say that I really, really love that thought. And I would like to extend this and apply it to other areas in our lives in this episode. In this podcast, I usually talk about self-love and self-acceptance in relation to our body image and our self-perception, but self-love can and should be practiced in every area of our lives, being it our personal life, our love life, our student-slash-work life, our relationships, whatever it is. So without further ado, let's get into today's episode. I've talked about this in some of the previous episodes, but I think the phrase self-love has become kind of like a buzzword of the past decade or so. And I understand that for so many of us, self-love often seems as something elusive, something that's hard to describe and even harder to understand. But the beauty of self-love is that it can have a different meaning for everyone and you can define it in a way that aligns with your own values. To me, self-love is about accepting myself, my personality, my body, all my strengths and my weaknesses. It's about being honest with myself, but also about trying to do things and change things and take things into my own hands when it's possible. And self-love to you can be something completely different. As long as it's aligning with your values, that's what matters. I've used to have massive issues with procrastination and I still do procrastinate sometimes 
and my procrastination habit was everything but practicing self-love. In my case, procrastination always led to a lot of stress, self-loathing, anxiety, and that obviously led to a much worse future for myself in terms of my health, my happiness, and my fulfillment. Same, my binge eating disorder has always been pulling me away further and further away from practicing any kind of self-love. The first area I want to talk about today is maybe the most obvious one, our personal life. However, no matter how obvious it may be to practice self-love within ourselves, I would say we are often the last person to give and show any kind of compassion and self-love to. Some of the ways how to practice more self-love within our personal life is to learn and practice that sometimes we have control over things in our life and sometimes we don't. For example, I didn't choose to have an eating disorder. It's something that happened outside of my control. However, recovering from that eating disorder and making myself and my health a priority was in my control. When it comes to my personal life and my dreams and my future, I've always used to believe that things were out of my control. I used to play the victim card, blaming everything and everyone for things not being the way I wanted them to be. And again, some of the things, some situations weren't and never will be in my control, but a lot of them are, and it's up to me to decide what I want to do about it. Practicing self-love and self-care really is about doing the things that are uncomfortable, doing things that are out of our comfort zone, doing things we don't necessarily want to do, but we know they are important for us to get where we want to be in any aspect of our life, whether it's our personal goals, professional goals, relationship goals, whatever it may be. Another way how to practice self-love in our personal life is learning when to say yes and when to say no. Again, nothing's ever black and white, just like things are and aren't in our control. Sometimes we give our time that we should be spending just with ourselves or doing things we love to do, and we take that time and we give it to others. Don't get me wrong, I think helping each other out is great, it's selfless and it's important. But when things get to a point when you're just giving and giving your time and energy and effort and everything and you're not getting anything in return, then you're going to end up feeling drained and unhappy. Spending some time with ourselves, doing whatever we want or not doing anything at all, that's incredibly important. During that time that we dedicate just to ourselves, we have time to think, time to create, to learn, to grow, to relax, to just be and do whatever we want or do nothing at all. I know and I admit that since I don't have a family yet, it's much easier for me to take the time off or just to take the time for myself when I need it. But if you have a family, if you have kids, then I think it's twice as important to take time for yourself. I've seen a really close family member of mine who never took the time just for themselves and that only led to kind of like accumulation of different problems and self-destructive habits. And those habits got worse and worse because that person never took any time for themselves to face those problems and to deal with them. Of course, I'm not implying that that's what's going to happen to everyone. Of course not. But rather, 
I'm trying to say that to show that one of the reasons why taking time just for ourselves is that important is our mental health. Our workplace is another area where we can and should practice self-love, no matter how weird it may sound. Considering we spend 8 plus hours a day at work, it's pretty damn important to feel happy and fulfilled and practice self-love even at work. I can give you an example of not practicing self-love, again playing the victim card and feeling like things are not in my control. I used to work at a company where I felt really, really unhappy and unfulfilled. And quite frankly, I felt trapped. I used to tell myself that there's nothing I can do about it, I can't leave, I have to work there, there's no other option. But there are always other options. And it became pretty obvious to me soon after I left that there are plenty of options and thousands of options. And again, it's always easier to make a decision when it's only affecting you, I admit that. If I had kids, I know that my decision process would probably be slightly different. However, I think if you're working somewhere where you feel really unhappy, whether it's because the job position you're at or the team you're working in, the boss, the culture, the salary, and you know that there's nothing that's going to change your experience, then I think it's time to consider whether working in such an environment is bringing you anything that's worth staying there. Again, everyone's situation is different and I'm not telling you to go ahead and quit your job. I'm just saying to evaluate the situation if you don't feel happy, if you don't feel fulfilled in your workplace. Because again, if you are unhappy, if you feel unfulfilled, if you feel stressed and anxious all the time, then it's again going against practicing self-love. Another great way how to practice self-love at work is setting boundaries when it comes to your time. I think especially nowadays it's really hard to set boundaries when it comes to work too. When you will work and when you will have time off because we are constantly online and we are just one tap of a button away. But I think it's really important to make it clear even just for yourself when you're working and when you're taking your time off to really focus on everything else but work. Also, I think one of the great ways how to practice self-love is to stay true to your values. Sometimes when we work in a group of people whose values are different from ours, it may be easier to start adopting their values even if you don't necessarily agree or align with them. I used to do this all the time because I wanted to fit in, but the older I get, the more clearer I make it that there are some things I don't want to do or I don't necessarily agree with. For example, I don't drink any alcohol, I have a couple of personal reasons for that, and I always get asked about it and teased about it, of course. And not just at a workplace per se, but pretty much everywhere. And I've learned to say, I don't want to drink and I don't want to go out three times a week or whatever. And again, there's nothing wrong if that's what you like to do. Nothing wrong if that's what you don't like to do. The important part is staying true to your values and what you want and practicing self-love the way that you stick to your values. The last thing I want to talk about today are relationships. I'm definitely not a relationship expert and I learn as I go, but there is one thing that I've learned and that I think is really important, but also really hard to do. 
and that sometimes we have to put ourselves first and let go of people who no longer bring anything positive into our lives. That's something I've been trying to learn for the past six months or so, and it's really, really hard, I must say. But I also know that if I wouldn't let go of that person, and if I wouldn't minimize the contact with that person, I would be dragged over and over again into their problems that they don't want to deal with and which they don't want any help with, and then I would only end up hurt more and more and more. It can be a relationship with a partner, with a family member, with a friend. No matter who it is, it's never going to be easy. But you have to remember that you can't help anyone unless they want to help themselves. And you also deserve to be happy. So again, practicing self-love in relationships may seem selfish sometimes, but it's not really selfish. If you're trying to help someone who doesn't want your help, and you feel really unhappy, then I think putting yourself first is really important. So that's all I have for you guys today. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Definitely let me know on Instagram at Binge on Self Love. What do you think? What would you like to hear more? Make sure to subscribe to the Binge on Self Love podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, YouTube or any other podcasting platform. I'll be back next Tuesday with another episode. Until then, take care and talk to you soon. Bye! something inside of you that says I just have to follow that because you don't know who you